0: Faith in Jesus name amen let's quickly rise on our feet in prayer in honor of God just worship him for another opportunity to appear in his presence tonight just worship God and speak to him what is your expectation tonight the scripture said your expectation shall not be cut off you can't appear in his presence and go back the same what is your expectation it doesn't have to be related to what we are learning today but your expectation will not be cut off your expectation shall not be cut off because when you come before his present he makes presents available for you so speak to your father speak to your father speak to your father tell him what you are expecting he said have i called you to seek me in vain that's a question for god to question us as he called us to seek to seek him in vain no he has not called the seed of jacob to seek him in vain father even as we go through your word help us tonight let me speak what you want your people to hear. As we review this Bible study Madeira, let your name and your name alone be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Let's put our hands together for Jesus as we take our seats. I want to start by appreciating God for this privilege and our Father and the Lord for this privilege given to me. And it is my prayer that the grace of God upon your life will continue and increase, sir. Uh, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Last week, we looked at increasing the productivity of my faith. Hallelujah. And that was taken from 1 John 5, 4 to 5 and Hebrews 4 to bearing from our annual faith convention. And what a wonderful time we had in the presence of God. And God has a way of doing things. Today, we'll be talking about the nativity story. The nativity story is captured in faith. So it's still drawing from our annual faith convention. Hallelujah. And this is anchored on Matthew 1, 18 to 25. We We won't be reading that. Matthew 2, 1 to 12, and Luke 1 to 21. We'll be reading some of them as we go into the Bible study review. But that is where you can get a clearer picture, an elaborate picture of the nativity story. So now, as introduction, what is the nativity story? This is going to be very interactive. We're talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. So everybody must participate. Hallelujah. Get your Bibles ready. You might need to read some scriptures. Hallelujah. According to the Bible's way of introduction, according to Bible scholars and historians, the term nativity comes from the Latin word Nativus. No, sorry, I'm going to call it nativus, but if you're pronouncing it the Latin way, it's like nativus. Hallelujah, <laughs> which means born or being born. The Bible mentions the nativity of several prominent characters, but today the term is used primarily in connection with the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I thought someone would be excited about that. That's not convincing enough. <laughs> We're talking about the birth of Jesus. You celebrate ordinary birthdays. And dance, and dance, and dance. <laughs> I just talked about the birth of Jesus. We should celebrate it more. Hallelujah. Amen. This is because of the significance of his birth to humanity. Isaiah 9, 6-7, we'll be reading that. And Luke 2, to 14 Isaiah 9, 6 to 7. Uh, Let's read together from the screen. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called what? Wonderful. Counselor. The mighty God. The everlasting Father. The Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever of the Lord. <laughs> Take note of that. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform it. The zeal of the Lord of... As he said it and he has not done it. That is not our God. Hallelujah. We are going to refer to that later. Luke 2, to 14. For unto you is born this day in the city of wood, David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace goodwill towards men. So that was capturing what was said in Isaiah so many years ago. Hallelujah. So we're going to be looking at the significance of this birth. We all know the story. But how does it apply to you? And there's nothing wrong in just celebrating Christmas for celebrating sake. But it's very important that we know the meaning of the celebration and especially with reference to the nativity scene. So we're going to pick out everything and see how the role they play. And how significant it is for you and I in the scheme of things. Hallelujah. Especially in this season where we are manifesting productive faith. Hallelujah. I thought someone would be excited about that. Coming from that convention, you shall manifest productive faith. Your faith will not fail again in the name of Jesus. The significance of the nativity story, number one, is birth. The birth of Jesus was a fulfillment of the prophecy. And not just his birth alone, but being born in Bethlehem. This is not just any prophecy. It is the prophecy from the Garden of Eden. God promised You remember that promise in the Garden of Eden? That he was going to make sure that everything he wanted would be in his normal way. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We are not preaching today by the grace of God. Amen. But God is saying, if he has given you a promise, it will surely come to pass. Has he given you any promise? I don't know about from the beginning of the year or since you were born. I don't know those stories. But I I know about the annual faith convention. Has there been anything that you glanced from the word or God told you or it was impressed on your spirit during the annual faith convention? Because I know this environment was charged up. God is saying he will do it. Amen. Through all the prophets of the Old Testament, we saw. We don't have time to do that, but if we go through all the books in the Old Testament until the New Testament, they were all referencing to the birth of Jesus. A Messiah was coming. The seed of the woman, He was coming to save the world. Hallelujah. So another thing here we should learn is even if it is long, don't give up. It might be too long for you, for humans. But remember a day before us is nothing before God. And a thousand years is like a day before him. So let's always remember that. That if God said it, if you can find it in the scripture, if you heard it from him, or God's servant pronounced it over you, it will surely come to pass. Sometimes it might look like it won't come to pass. Because look at the time from Garden of Eden. Abraham died. He didn't come. (laughs) Isaac came and left. He didn't come. Jacob came. (laughs) David came. (laughs) Even Rahab found her way into the lineage of Jesus. The time didn't come. Ruth attached herself in the process. (laughs) It still didn't come until New Testament. Praise God. So Genesis 3.15. Because it's about a Messiah that will save mankind. So let's quickly read through this, and we'll go to the next session. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and thy seed, the seed of the woman. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. So that, that was the first place the Messiah was mentioned. But if you go to <laughs> what Paul, Paul, Paul was on another level of prophecy. And he was talking about that from the, before the foundation of the world, the lamb was slain. And some other uh, apostles backed it up. In Revelation, it was mentioned again by John. So you now start thinking, how did he know that? Hallelujah. Isaiah seven fourteen. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you what? A sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Immanuel. Prophecy. Isaiah. It was in Isaiah's time. And another thing you should know, hallelujah, this is a sign too for someone. You have been waiting on the Lord for something. That we are talking about this. It's a sign that your own will come in Jesus' name. Micah 5.2. Micah was on the spot. He said, Bethlehem Ephrathah. <laughs> Though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me that is to be ruler in Israel. Whose goings forth have been from old, from everlasting. It was the same thing we are just saying, that if from Garden of Eden, Micah was foreseeing that. And the Bible scholars recorded that it was over 750 years from when Micah said this. And when Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Hallelujah. And if you look at the story of how Jesus was born in Bethlehem, we'll read that. You will know that God, when God says a thing, it will come to pass. Because they were not in Bethlehem. <laughs> it was already the ninth month. But somehow, somehow they found their way in Bethlehem. Because when God says a thing through his prophet, it must come to pass. If there is someone to catch it, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Luke 2, 1 to 6. This is Bible study, so bear with me. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be tasked. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenus was governor of Syria. And all went to be tasked, everyone into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David, which is called what? Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. So it wasn't in Bethlehem. <laughs> but God, the chief orchestrator, <laughs> has put it in eternity, that on a certain day, when the woman is nine months pregnant, something will take them to Bethlehem. If not, it will not happen. That is God. So, I'm emphasizing on this a lot. If God has said something, even when our father and the Lord comes out, or our mother and the Lord, they come out and say, God said, grasp it. Like the recent one before the faith convention, I was confirmed all through the convention, even by visiting ministers. Amos 9:13 to 15. How many of us are still remembering that? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalm 7 verse 16. Second Samuel, sorry. Second, Second Samuel 7, verse 16. And thine house and thy kingdom shall be established forever before thee. Thy throne shall be established forever. This is God's promise to David. And if you trace the lineage of Jesus, Joseph was directly from the lineage of David. Hallelujah. God has put everything in place to confirm his word. Even concerning you, but it would not come in your way. Take note of this. It will not come the way you want it. The problem with some of us, myself inclusive, sometimes we want God to do it the way we want it. <laughs> As a young man, <laughs> hallelujah, <laughs> I remember the story because my sister laughs at me anytime she sees me, even till tomorrow. I was praying, I said, God, give me a white car. <laughs> I don't know what, what entered into my mind, but it's the madness of faith. I said, God, I want a white car. Specifically, I drew the car, painted everything. She was laughing at me, laughing at me. When will your car come? Always she was saying this thing. The car did not come when I wanted it. (laughs) But eventually it came. So what am I trying to say? It doesn't always happen in our own way. Sometimes if we are in the spirit and we follow the will of God, your will aligns with the will of God. It will happen your own way but if your way is not aligned with the way of God it will not happen your own way so let's always have that at the back of our mind hallelujah i hope she's watching me today because she still laughs at me about the white car amen this is a mystery 1 Corinthians 127 1 Corinthians 127 hallelujah we also learn that you do not just watch prophecies; you walk with them in prayer, with faith, till they are fulfilled. Uh, while we are waiting for First Corinthians one twenty-seven, can someone open to Luke two twenty-two to thirty-eight? This is a long read. If you see it, you can read Luke two twenty-two to thirty-eight. And next person, First Timothy 1.18. Okay, you can read, ma. Is there? You, can you give our microphone, please? Thank you, thank you, ma. Next person, First Timothy 1.28. Okay, we are on. Wait just a minute, ma. After this, but God are choosing the foolish things of the world to confound what the wise, and God are choosing the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. So this, if Jesus will come like this, your own blessing and your own miracle is a mystery. It will not happen the way you want it, but don't give up. Just hold on. Hold on to that word. Don't give up. It will surely come to pass. Sometimes it will be disguised even in mockery. It will be disguised in insult. It will be disguised in shame. It, but God will do what he wants to do. If you if you don't give up on him, hallelujah. Luke two twenty two to thirty-eight. Thank you, ma uh, Luke two twenty-two,
1: and when the days of purification according to the law of Moses were accomplished, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male that openeth the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. And to the offer a sacrifice according to that which is said in the law of the Lord. A pair of tut- turtledoves or two young pigeons. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And the same, the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Ghost was upon him. Amen. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death. Before he had seen the Lord.
0: And he came. Pause, pause, pause. So that I will explain it as you are reading. Sorry. Thank you, man. What was he doing first? He was waiting. 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 We know what waiting on the Lord means. Praying. Fasting. For what? Not for his personal needs this time. For the will of God. For the. ah, Amen. Hallelujah. That is an ordinary man like you and I. Mm it's just like you saying I don't like what is going on in this city I want to pray that this city will come to Christ and you take it upon yourself I will fast every week Mm. I will fast every day or something it depends on how you are convinced you are not praying for your clothing for your refreshment for your children just for the kingdom of God that will be done and that's what the man was doing and the Holy Spirit told him because he was already waiting before the Holy Spirit told him that you will not die. Mm -hmm. Hey, (laughs) can you imagine that? He was so committed, dogged in what he was doing for God, for the kingdom of God, and the Holy Spirit had to minister to him that you will not see death. So if we we induce from that, maybe those prophets that were prophesying, they didn't pray enough, (laughs) or they didn't seek the face of God enough. Because maybe that prophecy wouldn't have come if that man did not stay aside and say, this must come to pass. Yes. Yes. I don't know if you, you are p- seeing the picture. So sometimes you need to stand your ground. Tell your neighbor, stand your ground.
1: Stand your ground. Stand
0: your ground until Start it comes ground. to pass. If it is in the word of God, if it's from the mouth of the prophet, no. you must stand your ground. Don't give up.
1: Never.
0: Don't give up. That, some of us will give up so soon. No. We pray one week and we say, "It seems God is on vacation." (laughs) That will not be our testimony in Jesus' name. Please continue, ma, because of time.
1: And he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought him, the child Jesus, to do for him after the custom of the law, then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, "Continue."
0: Yes, ma. Continue and end at uh, thirty-eight.
1: Okay, Lord, now let us, thou, thy servant, depart in peace according to thy word, for my eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, light to lighten the Gentiles, and the glory of thy people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at these things, which were spoken of him, and Simon blessed them, and said unto Mary, his mother. Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising again of many Many. in Israel, and for a sign which shall be spoken against. Yea, a sword shall pierce through thy own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Mm. And there was one Anna, a prophetess, Mm. the daughter of Phena, of the tribe of Asher, she was of a great age and had lived with a husband seven years before her virginity. Mm. And she was a widow of about four and four years, which departed not from the temple, but served God with fasting and prayers night and day. And she coming, and, mm. and she coming in, in mm. that instant gave thanks likewise unto the Lord and part of him to all them that looked for redemption in Jerusalem.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God made sure it was not only a man that was praying. There was also a woman. So that you will not say, ah, it's, it's only men that should be praying for her. It's only your husband that should be praying for the fulfillment of the. No. A man and a woman. There was a woman who refused to leave the temple. So these, these, these are examples for us. That even the son of God, the Messiah, for him to come, for the prophecy concerning him to be fulfilled, people had to bring out their faith and say, this must come to pass. Talking about productive faith. Hallelujah. And that takes us to our anchor scripture for last week. First John 5.4. First John 5.4. Hallelujah. I can read that. First John 5 4. I will quickly leave. It said, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world. Even what? Our faith. Then let's look at it from the message translation. It says, Every God begotten person conquers the world's way. Ways. The conquering power that brings the world to its knees is what? Our faith. You have blamed people a lot. You have blamed God a lot. It is your faith. Faith in God. I'm not saying faith in man. Faith in God. Faith in the name of Jesus. If you can only hold on, like this, this man and this woman, Simon and Anna did, there is no, if, because if you know Jesus is coming, what he was coming to do, the, devil and his agents. The world system, they were against it. Totally. That is why the mystery of his birth was like that. So, your own case, I don't think it's as difficult as that. Yet, it took the faith of a man and a woman like us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want that to sink in. First Timothy 1.18 We all know that scripture. First Timothy 1.18 this charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by them mightest war what? So, faith is a warfare. And in warfare, many things happen. <laughs> Where I come from, it's the you who goes to fight, is ready to have injuries, and broken head, everything, because you chose to go to a fight. So, faith we are talking about is the one that even when you win, you might come out bleeding. But it's for the glory of God. You are not just, some people, some of us, we, we are okay with just being comfortable being at that level. And the devil is okay if you, if you, if you want to hear that. The devil is okay with you being at the low level. But once you decide to step up in faith, everything, all air will be let loose. But you don't stop. Because there is a higher calling. Hallelujah. Because of time, let's move on. B part Mary's and Joseph's submission to the will of God. If you read Luke 1, 26 to 45 and Matthew 1, 18 to 25, you see what Mary went through. (laughs) I I was led as I was preparing by the grace of God to remember that these were the same set of people that brought someone to stone that woman brought the woman to before Jesus the same set of people that saw Jesus eating in Matthew's house and it became a gossip all over the city so imagine Mary in that era coming out that she's pregnant <laughs> she will even go international <laughs> without internet the whole world the, year, the gossip in that era and it was total abomination hallelujah Let's look at Luke 1 for the 5. Luke 1 for the 5. Let's read from 26 to 45. But let's look at Luke 1 for the 5. So that we have understanding of what happened. We know that scripture like the back of our hand. Blessed is she that believes. For there shall be what? A performance of those things which were told out from Who? So if it is from God, which easily, before you hear from anyone, you have it here. Then if it's from his prophet, our father and the Lord, our mother and the Lord, or any God-ordained prophet, I'm not talking about all these uh, Sarah-Sarah prophets. Of course, we know end-time prophets. So many of them are going to be fake. So don't be misled. Anything that is not backed up in this world, don't take it. No matter if the person told you that they saw you eating rice yesterday and you ate rice that shouldn't move you if the thing is not backed up by the word of God throw it in the garbage hallelujah but if it's from God and this prophet it will come to pass but see what the scripture said she that believed the faith system must be there and <laughs> praise God so she ignored the mockery the insult the shame in fact, the one that even me, the one that baffles me is the confusion. Because who are you? Even our parents will deny her. Thank God for God confirming it with Joseph. But imagine I I'm going to tell Joseph. Joseph will say, eh, It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Come on now. You think I'm a kid? <laughs> Holy Ghost, where? <yeah. laughs> Just tell me the man. It's okay. <laughs> Do you understand that God is God? Because she believed God, God went ahead of her. So all you need is to believe God. And no, no matter how difficult the situation is, refuse to compromise, refuse to bend your will. Just stay on God's track. He will arrange everything in your favor. It might look like every, Because look at that point, Mary's life was coming to an end. Everything she knew had faded. But God went ahead once God went ahead and confirmed with Joseph and it's easy to say God confirmed with Joseph <laughs> because Joseph might as well not listen to God <laughs> and say no I want not see the shame no 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 some people even want to convince God in prayer but God look at it this way <laughs> how am I going to face my friends Well, no no I've already planned the wedding No, no 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 God do something God <laughs> May God help us in our faith in Jesus mighty name. They ignore their feelings and what people would say to obey the word of God. That will be your testimony in Jesus' name. Then the number three part: Majesty in a manger. I love this part so much. If you look at the nativities and that, and that's what I was saying earlier, the mystery of the birth of Jesus, because you would have thought that the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. The one who created the universe. When is coming. Just look at Elijah. Being taken away. (laughs) Chariots of fire came down. Then the God himself is coming down. He came and there was no room for him. Ha! There was no room for him anywhere in the world. He has to be kept in a bank. With animals. Just think about it. And know that God... Is a chief strategist. In fact, it's strategy himself. And this scripture is full of them. So sometimes, if you are believing God, things may not go your way. We said it earlier. I don't know why this trend is always coming up in this nativity scene. It, it didn't go the way. ha, <laughs> And that's another part I respect Mary and Joseph. Because imagine you. Now you know that you are carrying God and you <laughs> you even be slapping people. <laughs> Touch me now. Don't you know I'm carrying God? <laughs> Touch me and angels, legions of angels will fall down now. But they were so humble. Nobody even knew. Mary, if you read that Mary's own part of, even when she went to Elizabeth, she was so humble. In fact, God chose them where? That's what I want to say, but if you look at it from the other angle, they are humans. They are humans. They would have been tempted, but yet it was not recorded that they gave in to that temptation. Because as human beings, just being close to the bishop or (laughs) arch-bishop. I'm talking about church now. Some people... (laughs) Hey, where are you going? Go back there. (laughs) Have you seen Protocols? I was one, and I know how I behaved. (laughs) Hey, it's not your turn. Stay back there. (laughs) Then talk about the fact that you have Jesus with you, King of Kings. Oh Lord, thank God for their lives. Amen. (laughs) Luke two seven, Luke two seven, and she brought forth as fair born son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger. Because there was no room for them in the end. Just let that come to your mind. And one thing, when I was reading this, I, I heard this from one of the messages I was listening to. The man of God said, in this scripture, God has put in all strategies that you need to avoid tragedies in life. And it made so much sense. All strategies that you need to avoid tragedies in life. They are in this scripture, except you are not reading it. But if you are reading it and meditating on it, you must always find a way to smart the devil, because that's what God did here. The devil even erred then; they were looking for Jesus in cities (laughs) until the wise man came. He didn't know where Jesus was going to be. That's God, because the whole system, devil and his. They were all looking for him. Maybe they will, he would will be given birth to in a palace or somewhere. So that they would take care of him, right? He will have guards and all that. But God, in a barn. Hallelujah. This depicts a humble beginning. The humility of Jesus cannot be overlooked here. He could come as a king in a chariot. But chose to come as a man in the flesh and blood. As if that was not enough, he was born in a manger, in the barn if we call him menjad, people might not get the picture, with animals because there was no room for him, the one who created the heaven and the earth everything, he has it in his hands, but yet there was no room for him are you in that situation today? God is asking for a room, but you are saying no room sir <laughs> that will not be your testimony in Jesus name, make room for God, hallelujah Philippians 2, 6 to 8 and Philippians 2, 5. Let's read 2, 6 to 8. Who being in the form of God, taught it not robbery to be equal with God, humility, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto what death, even the death of the cross, like a criminal. Then let's go back to uh, Philippians 2.5. Praise God. This contradicts the royalty of Jesus according to human and Jewish standard. How can the Lord of Lords be wrapped in swaddling clothes in a manger? That year came the Magi. I, I, I love the story. Those guys were ancient royalty. If not, why would they go to the king? If you don't understand it, they were royalty. That's why they went to the king. How many people can assess king in those days? Even now, you get appointment for weeks. But they went straight to the king, Eros. So they were ancient royalty. And they were led by that wonderful star to worship the infant that was born in a manger. And look at 8.5. He said, let this mind be in you, which was also in what? In Christ Jesus. In who? In Christ Jesus. So the same way, let us adopt that humble spirit. Because when you are humble, God will lift you up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They were used, also used by God to provide resources needed by Mary and Joseph to flee to Egypt at the middle of the night. This, for me, was a new revelation. I've been looking at this always, but I never thought about this way. How did Jesus, Mary and Joseph survive in Egypt for two years? They did not just come to worship Jesus alone. They came with the resources needed. So, if you are believing God, the resources will come. It will not come your own way, but it must come. Look at it, gold, frankincense, myrrh. These were like solid solid resources of, of that age. Even gold is still very valuable. So, they made, God made preparation. After then, let's quickly look at Matthew 2. 13 to 15. After then, there was need for them to go immediately to Egypt. And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, and flee into Egypt, and be thou there until I bring the word, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. 14. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night, and departed into Egypt and was there unto the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt have I called my son. So you see, all these things were orchestrated in advance. Even the Magi coming to bring the resources. God will provide the resources you need in Jesus' name, even when it's the 11th hour. I don't know who is expecting something from God this year. It will still come in Jesus' name. It will still come in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Shepherds came to see the good shepherd and dispersed the good news. If you read Luke 2, 7 to 18, this was an indication that Jesus would be among all his attributes, a shepherd, the good shepherd. John 10, 10 and 11. John 10, 10 and 11. We know that. He said he has come to give us What? The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life. And that they might have it more abundantly. And look at the leaven. He said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. So he knew already. And the shepherds coming to worship him was a significance. Hallelujah. Then the last one. The dawn of new light in the midst of a darkened world. How many of us know that the world is dark now with coronavirus and everything? But when Jesus comes into the situation, hallelujah, every dark situation will give way. Hallelujah. And Luke 2, 9, Luke 2, 9. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone like a light around about them. And they were so afraid. Talking about the shepherds when the angels appeared. That was the beginning of the story of the lightings that we have during Christmas. Like these ones we have here. If you go out, you see all the lightings. The world is depressingly dark these days. As it was on that first Christmas. But in Jesus, we see the light that dawned and has overcome darkness. Isaiah 9, 2, and John 1, 5. The people that walked in darkness have seen what? A great light. Hey, they that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them as the light shined. So no matter the situation, if you accept Jesus, especially those of us online, if you accept Jesus, no matter where you are, even if it's at the point of death, there is hope for you in Jesus' name. Then John 1.5, John 1.5, in the John 1.5, let's go to 5, thank you so much, studio has been amazing today, <laughs> and the light shined in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not, Jesus is that light, ladies and gentlemen, hallelujah, Jesus came out of God's love for mankind, and we know John 3.16 and Romans 5.8. He was born to reconcile us back to God as our Savior and our Redeemer. Let's rise on our feet and appreciate the King of Kings for coming. Just show him that you appreciate his coming. Show him that you love him as we welcome our Father in the Lord. Hallelujah.